You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Yes, welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're just so very glad that you've joined us on this Easter Wednesday morning. Uh, and uh, we hope that you have a, you're having a good Easter week and we wish you a joyous Easter season. Uh, my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with uh, Doug Jillick. And we have uh, in, in the house, we have the president of Dickinson State University, uh, President Steve Easton. Welcome, uh, President. Steve. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Very excited uh, to be here. Yeah, yeah, we are excited because this, uh, this is now a uh, DSU alumni gathering, Doug. <laughs> rah, rah. Uh, President Easton graduating in 1980, you graduating in 1993, and me about 100 years ago this spring, I, I graduated. So I still want to see the proof. Oh, <laughs> okay. We can check the records, you know. Yeah, I know. You got, you, you, you got the data. I want to see the transcript. <laughs> no, you don't want to see that. So anyway, uh, President Steve, thank you very much for uh, uh, for, and, and why don't we just start off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, where, where you grew up, uh, your, your, uh, your, your trip to Dickinson State as a student, etc. Uh, so my, uh, my parents are both Western North Dakota kids. My dad was originally from Beulah, my mom originally from Mott. They met at Bismarck St. Mary's, so they're both graduates of Bismarck St. Mary's. Um, uh, both of my grandmothers were, were in the early the days of Dickinson State, when yeah. Dickinson State was a normal school and it was created so that there would be teachers for the western part of the state. Both of my grandmothers were in that role as uh, teachers in wow. both of them taught in one-room schools. And, Isn't that interesting? Uh, and, then, and then in Catholic schools. My, 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 uh, my grandmother taught at uh, Bismarck St. Mary's grade school. Wow. Um, my mom uh, taught quite a bit in Catholic grade schools. Um, uh, my dad's also a, an alum of Dickinson State. Uh, and, then, and then he was a community college administrator and president. Uh, I went to Dickinson State um, uh, in the late 70s, graduated in 80, uh, with an accounting uh, degree, and then went off to law school in California, uh, practiced law in Bismarck for a considerable period of time, uh, and then uh, the teaching bug, which runs strong in our family, finally got me. And about halfway ah. through my career, I went into teaching of law school and then eventually administration. And uh-huh. that's how I ended up yeah. uh, back here in Dickinson, yeah. back yeah. home. Well, we're so glad you moved back home, Steve. Thank you for coming it's, home. It, it's, fun to, it's fun to be at, yeah, yeah. at home. And yeah. you're doing a lot of good things. A lot of good things happening at Dickinson State. You know, we got, uh, uh, we got dirt moving over here, not too far from us, just a couple blocks away. The big complex being, uh, uh, athletic complex uh, being uh, established there. Uh, that, that's exciting. That's really, really yeah, exciting. that's really exciting. One of the things that's really fun, that's great for us. We're going to have a championship facility for our softball team, which is usually our, one of our three most successful athletic programs, football, um, uh, softball and now cheer team. Our cheer team just finished fourth in the nation. It's second year of competition. Oh, We're really excited about good that. For them. But the softball and our, our good friends at Dickinson High have been nice enough to host us on their field. But it it's not a it's not appropriate uh, for things like hosting high school regional fields. Uh, so it's a community project. So we'll, that's that's one thing. One great one of the great things about Dickinson. Uh, Dickinson succeeds when 
a whole bunch of agencies work together. Yes. Our, our CTE center on the north side of town, we're working with, uh, with Trinity High School's involved uh, involved in that. Uh, Dickinson Public Schools, of course, they've bought that facility. It's their mm -hmm. it's their facility. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Dickinson does as a good a job as any place I've lived. None of us are really big enough to do something big on our own, but when we get together, uh, we can do some really special things. And that, what you mentioned is a really exciting one. Next year will be. Next year, uh, right now, we'd be plowing that snow off the softball field and preparing for a game on the weekend. <laughs> Can't do that yeah. on a grass field because no, you ruin no. the grass. Oh, <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, I'm sure the uh, listening audience wants to know about uh, your faith story and how faith uh, guided you in your uh, in your life into your professional life uh, I, can you tell that story I've, i um, uh, recently had a chance to talk about this uh, well a couple of years ago uh, uh, i actually spent most of my growing up years in scottsbluff nebraska oh, sure. i mean i feel like a north dakotan at heart uh, but my dad was at the community college now known as western nebraska community yeah. college so um, second grade through sixth grade I was at St. Agnes grade school um, they were kind and desperate enough to put me in the St. Agnes Hall of Fame a couple years ago nice. which, uh, which was which it really hey, meant a lot to me congratulations and, I, and, and it's and I know I'm getting you're thinking what how does, what does this have to do with my question but I had a I, I had a chance to talk to to you know they give they let you give a little a little speech and I said yes. you know um, I feel very fortunate to have been born in a Catholic family and, and to have been blessed by a Catholic faith. Um, we've taken some hits of the Catholic Church in the last few years. And I said, you know, I was from the era where those amazing, dedicated women right. taught us. We also had some lay teachers, and they do it. They do it. My mom was a lay, and my grandmother. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I mean, nothing to dismiss lay teachers, but those those women who dedicated their lives to little second and third and fourth graders. One of them was me. Um, they just really had an amazing influence uh, on me. Went to public high school. There was no Catholic high school in Scotts Bluff. Uh, we did have a, a very active uh, youth groups, which I also benefited from. At Dickinson State, um, at the time, we had an organization known as the Catholic Student Association. Yes. You might remember that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, where the foundation house is now, there was a house that, yep. we, that we operated. I remember that under. well. Absolutely. Uh, uh, one year, uh, Brenda Beal and I were the... Um, co-chairs of the Catholic that my senior year and I think it was her senior year too that was a that was a wonderful thing um, boy how has my Catholic faith affected my life I went out to law school at, at Stanford and uh, I was again the chair of the uh, uh, the Stanford University Newman Center Parish Council wonderful. and she was on the Parish Council and at one point, after one of our meetings, she said, um, she said, uh, I really want to go to the John Denver concert in San Francisco, but I don't want to go alone because it's a big city. And she said, this is close to a quote, I've asked every guy I know and I'm really desperate, so now I'm asking you, would you go to, would you go to the John Denver concert with me? And so I tell people, don't. 
don't dismiss de desperation as a uh, as as yeah. uh, and it yeah. went it went from there. Uh, uh, so uh, so what went? From I can't. There? I mean, we ended up dating, and then and then uh, All right. uh, and then uh, and then I came back to North Dakota. She had two years left at Stanford, and we did the long distance thing for a while. And very at the good. end of that, we got married. And praise be to God. It was very cool. Wow. Thanks for saying that. I, wow. It was. Wow. So I can't. Ima I can't really imagine life as a Catholic now. I, uh, I, I, I classify myself a practicing Catholic. I don't know if I'm a devout Catholic. I don't. You know. I. You know. We all struggle. Uh, you oh, know. Yeah. And I. And I do too. But the Catholic, the Catholic Church has really been. Uh, a huge part of my life. Uh, um, a huge comfort to me in tough times. Nice. Um, so I feel very. I, I, repeating what I said at the St. Agnes Hall of Fame induction, I feel really it's, fortunate to have been to have been. And I got there the easy way, right? You know, those of us that are born into Catholic families, yeah, yeah. we get the Catholic faith. Yeah. In many ways, the easy way. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're all uh, we're all at different places, and we all work to Im improve our. Uh, our faith every day, every minute of every day. And uh, Doug, go ahead. Uh, what struck me is your when you talked about the Catholic Center in your day at uh, the college. What, as a college student, made you want to get involved with something like that? Uh, it had always it. Again, I, 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 it's really hard for me to imagine life without without Catholicism, without the church being a part. Of it, I'm one of those people that when I'm on the road, I love to go to mass in other places. Hmm. I love to see both the universality—that's what Catholic means, right? I mean, I think the word Catholic as a noun—if you don't use it and associate it with—I think it means universal mm -hmm. or something like that. And I, th I find it interesting to see there's a part of the mass when you're in another town mm -hmm. that's, and then there's, and then there's the local flair on it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, it's it was just it, it just was a and it's a great place to meet the right people too. Okay, right. and so, that I, I give too long an answers to too shorter questions. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, uh, folks, we, we we got a couple of minutes before we go to the break. But you mentioned your your draw to the Catholic student uh, apostolate uh, as a student at Dickinson State, and and now. Uh, what I've learned uh, is there's a, a group called Blue Hawk Catholic, and uh, I know that that movement is is uh, is is great. Uh, you have uh, meetings with uh, speakers uh, on campus, and it's tremendous, uh, Dr. Easton or uh, President Easton. Thank you for uh, for your role in that. And maybe when we come back, uh, we can talk more about Blue Hawk Catholic and what that means to the students at Dickinson State. So don't go away, we'll be right back after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. If there is a merciful God, how can he allow such suffering? I'm Father Chris Alar. 
God took his greatest risk in giving you his greatest gift, free will. He risked that you may choose not to love him and to hurt your neighbor. But even then, God wants to bring a greater good out of evil. There is no worse evil than a creature nailing his creator to a tree. Yet God brought a greater good from it, your redemption. God doesn't want you to suffer, but he allows it. Why? Because your suffering can also be redemptive when you share in the cross of Christ. It is not easy, but when you learn how, it changes everything. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Hearts are being changed. This is, a, this is real. It's not just hyperbole. People's hearts are changed. People yeah. are converted. They're, they're surfing through the radio, and all of a sudden they stumble on this, this radio station. And that just is the way, uh, that's the way that God uses to bring a whole new chapter in their life. And uh, the Lord is literally drawing us closer to himself through this radio station. So uh, our task as Christians, as Catholics, is to spread the gospel teach all nations and this is the way to do it so god is giving us the opportunity to fulfill our calling our mission our vocation in life this is great so any any you can't be outdone in generosity i'm sure we've said that and heard that but even though it sounds cliche and trite it is not you cannot outdo god in generosity so anything that you give for the kingdom of god you will receive in many ways shapes and forms This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Well, folks, welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're, we're uh, just so very glad that you've joined us. Uh, we're in our uh, final uh, part of our uh, last half hour, and we have the opportunity to a visit with President Steve Easton, the president of Dickinson State University. And uh, I, I know, uh, President Easton, you, uh, you mentioned you have four things to go to last night. And, <laughs> and uh, uh, we see you at athletic events and uh, other DSU activities. So you're, you're spread pretty thin. Uh, but one of the... Uh, uh, organizations that you uh, are involved in with, is with Blue Hawk Catholic. And you know, one of the reasons that led me to calling you and connecting you and ask you if you'd like to be part of our show is because my, my son, who's a freshman at DSU, uh, was at a Blue Hawk Catholic meeting and he said President Easton was there too. And so can you let the listeners know and us, uh, how'd you first uh, become aware of the Blue Hawk Catholic? I'm going to even go one step behind, back uh, from, from returning to Dickinson State, and I do remember my days in what we sometimes called Catholic Student Apostolate, sometimes Catholic Student Association, CSA, um, uh, and sort of on my list was we got to get a Catholic presence on campus again. And we have some other, uh, other organizations, other religious organizations, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. There's an LDS organization that's very active on campus, which is great. And there's uh, a crew, which is a primarily Protestant organization with some of our Catholic students. That's all great. Um, uh, but it was sort of on my list. Uh, let's see if we can get it going in. And then... 
it's really the freshman class, uh, especially the freshman class from Trinity that's currently at Dickinson State that, uh, unbeknownst to me, got rolling on this. Uh, talked to Monsignor Richter over here at Queen of Peace. Uh, uh, and that's appropriate because one of his many duties is Dickinson State um, uh, that the bishop has given him, if I understand correctly. And this thing that I was hoping to do, you asked earlier what I've done to contribute to it, almost nothing, <laughs> except showing up. Uh, and there's, th- there is value in showing that's up, and, I, and, I, and it's just, it is such a blessing to have this. We have a lot of Catholic students. <laughs> Western North Dakota, Eastern Montana, where we get a lot of our students, very, I mean, Dickinson, North Dakota, a city of our size, four very active Catholic parishes. That's very unusual. I mean, Scottsbluff, Nebraska, where I grew up, very similar sized city, uh, two Catholic parishes. Uh, I mean, this is a very Catholic area. Uh, and so to have this opportunity, and uh, uh, Monsignor Richter and uh, uh, Jillian and Ryan from the Queen of Peace staff, right. uh, Deacon Ryan, um, got rolling with it. Uh, and basically what, what the form it exists in right now is that uh, every Tuesday night, three, three Tuesdays out of the four, there is a book discussion which is, uh, 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 but but I always tell people you don't have to have read the book. Sometimes I show up, I haven't read the pages assigned in the book, and you can still participate in the discussion. And then the fourth, like last night, is a special program with a a guest speaker. It was Monsignor Richter who was there last night, and I just told him that I knew it was in good hands because I had the other three events, and I, they were, I, I had I didn't get to blue out Catholic last night, but I want to tell you I I um, it is so inspiring to see young people uh, devoted to their faith. The conversations uh, about three or four weeks ago we had a conversation that really helped me out. We were um, I mean it just helped me as a person um, as a Catholic. There are few things as inspiring as a young, devoted Catholic. Um, mm. They have the energy of youth, the enthusiasm and passion of youth. It's, I tell you what, we're just about at the end of the semester, but we'll probably end up on Tuesday nights next semester. If there's any Catholic in our area that wants a little recharge of their battery, drop me or Monsignor Richter or an email and we'll say, come by next Tuesday. And uh, it's a, it is really inspiring to see young people who are uh, devoted to Christ, devoted to their faith, devoted to each other. It's really cool. And that meant a lot to me when I was a student. You asked earlier, Doug, about that. Um, and I'm serious about that invitation. Yeah. I, I appreciate your comments at the beginning when you talked about our community in regards to to have one, we are so many of small entities to make something big happen. It takes all of us and it's so Christ-like. And I think back to your comment in regards to you're not only the faith of Catholic, but there's other groups that are great to be on DSU because it's all a community that coming together with the faith in Christ makes Dickinson better, makes DSU so much um, better. So tell me 
President Easton of Dickinson State University. Your, what you see vision of DSU? Uh, the, the fundamental heartbeat of DSU is individual attention. We are a small school where students know their instructors, they know their staff members, they know their coaches. Um, it is that opportunity that doesn't really exist in the same way at bigger schools that really makes Dickinson State special. Part of the vision is we're trying to expand into what's known as dual mission, so we're starting to do things that haven't traditionally been done at four-year institutions in conjunction with all those other groups we were talking about. Um, uh, we've got a welding program that's mm. up and running. We're doing uh, CDL truck driving training. Mm. We're, we're, we hope to soon have a diesel mechanics program. Um, part of that outreach is that, um, first of all, to meet students where they are, what they want, but also it's there are there are some there are some um, young people who think I'm not cut out for college. But you get them into a welding program, mm -hmm. and they have, and some of them will just be in the welding program, and that's wonderful. Get certified as welders and go work for others. But some of them will realize, I can do this. This whole college thing is, is not this big barrier to me. And some of them may think, well, you know, I might want to run a welding business someday. So maybe I'll take some accounting classes and some marketing classes and be able to get a two or a four year degree in business administration. Um, and that's, that's a, really, a really exciting thing, part about where we are. Mm -hmm. uh, President Easton, we have a couple of minutes uh, and then we'll have to give it back to the studio uh, for a preview for uh, tomorrow's show, but then we get to come back. But what I'd like to uh, have you discuss uh, is, uh, you know, our listeners are, are, are hearing this uh, from you, President, and uh, they're, they're saying, oh, there, there is a Catholic uh, opportunity here. There's a Catholic opportunity. You mentioned the freshman class uh, organizing this, uh, the Blue Hawk Catholic, and uh, that's going to uh, do a lot of parents' hearts well to, to hear that and and so uh, uh, we have to break to send it back but when we come back uh, we'll have a couple minutes can you expand on that sure a little bit okay so uh, Therese we're going to send it back to you now uh, for a preview preview of what's going on tomorrow morning all right thank you so on the next Real Presence Live that's tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross will be your hosts coming to you live from the Fargo, from the Grand Forks studio. Nancy Gord and Father William Slattery from the Diocese of Fargo will be on to discuss man's search for meeting, meaning. And then call in with your questions on the Catholic faith during Straight Talk. And Adam Barlett from The Source and Summit will share about his work to bring about a liturgical hey, renewal. You right? All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Yes, thank you, Therese. Thank you very much. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's good to have you, uh, President Easton, on the air this morning. And uh, could you expand a little bit about, uh, to, to our listeners, the, the Catholic opportunity here at uh, Dickinson State? I just, I think it's, I'm a, I'm a, in addition to other things, I'm a parent. I have three Amen. children. All of them, all of them have been through school. Um, 
I think it's really important for college students to have the opportunity to remain connected to their faith. Now, let's be honest, not all of them will pursue it uh, because part of college is making their own, their own decisions. Um, but it's... And again, I would say the same thing for other faiths. I'd like to accommodate for other, for other, that for other faiths also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, there's that... Uh, there's that old joke about, I've been I'm involved in Newman Centers. At Dickens State's never been called the Newman Center, but at many campuses, it's a Newman Center. Yeah. The old joke about the, uh, the parent that comes uh, to visit the freshman six months into the first semester and, uh, and, and says, we're going to go to Mass at the Newman Center, son, and uh, if the priest knows your name, that's a $150 <laughs> bonus on your... <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and Very so, good. and I, at a serious level, and, and again, I want to, uh, just one quick shout out to Queen of Peace Parish. Very good. We aren't incredibly expensive to be Blue Hawk Catholic, but there are some expenses, and Queen of Peace has just adopted us as mm-hmm. part of its, uh, of its funding. And then I need to give a special shout out to, to Doug, because his son is one of those freshmen uh, that... Um, uh, really got this going, and uh, it's just so cool that it happened generically. I wanted it to happen. Uh-huh. I did almost nothing but support it. <laughs> it was the students that made it happen. It's very cool. Yes. Well, uh, President Easton, we thank you so very much for t- carving out some time to be with us. It wasn't easy to fit this into your schedule, I'm sure. Thank you so much. It's uh, quite gratifying uh, to me as an alum to to hear your story about Blue Hawk Catholic and the opportunity our kids have to continue their faith, grow in their faith, after they leave high school and enter college. That, that's uh, very important. And so it was uh, just a breath, breath of he- fresh air to, to, uh, to hear your story. Well, Doug, we had a great show. My goodness, we heard from the University of Mary, Monsignor Richter, and now President Easton. Thank you, Doug, for your time this morning. And uh, folks, have a good Easter week. Stay tuned uh, for more Real Presence Radio. And God bless. Take good care. Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.